Hey y'all, welcome back. This is the second part to my traveling episode. In this episode, I go into the best summer of my life, which is <laughs> summer 2019, in which I got to travel Europe for a second time, and I'm an expert at this level. So I hope y'all enjoy my party stories and you learn some lessons as well. Let's get to it. So second summer. Ah, the memories. This summer was so lit because one, I was already accustomed to living in Germany during the summer. So coming back, it was just like, I didn't have to get over that curve, you know, of trying to be comfortable, knowing how to get around. I was already accustomed to it. So, you know, the rate that it took for me to get used to, like, traveling and going out to meet people and just being cool and comfortable, it was already there, you know. It was like, as soon as I got there, I already knew where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. On top of that, the friends that I made that lived in Europe and in Germany specifically were already there. So it was like I knew people. And yeah, the whole entire reason I went back was because I wanted it to be an easier transition for the new interns that would be coming. Because I think I was the only intern that reapplied for the position because most people only get it once anyway. So I don't even think the other people thought to reapply. So I was like, hey, no, I made a good impression. Y'all say y'all really like me. Um, y'all see, because it was like some drama that had happened within the internship group and some other stuff. But I was like, y'all see, it was like problems. I think that if you invite me back, I could help the interns. It would help to avoid some of those same problems and everybody would be on to a good start early. And I guess it stuck with them because they invited me back. So, yeah, like first week, first two of the, I think it was five of us interns? No, it was six. Two of the six, excluding myself, were also from my school. So I already knew them. And the others, they were pretty cool. Like they my friends. So we clicked really well instantly, and we already started planning trips together. And my first summer, most trips I went on was with Alyssa, the other black intern. But this summer, I was like, yeah, um, I'm going to get some solo trips in. Plus, everybody was like, they had already came with their own agenda. They were like, I'm going here this day, doing this this day. Um, I'm planning for this weekend. It wasn't really you know, a group thing. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm not really used to that, but I'm all for it. I can't let my summer depend on us deciding to go places as a unit. If y'all got places to go, I'm either going to go with you or I'm going to go somewhere else. And most of the places they wanted to go were places that I went to already, it being my second summer. So I was just like, hey, it is what it is. So this summer... First, I think the first trip, we all went to the same place, and this was to Budapest. Budapest was lit. I like Budapest a lot. They had some good beer. The people in Budapest were good. They were crazy. 
the money was a little weird. Not gonna cat, but I still had a great time. Had some great food, and we went sightseeing. Saw some beautiful, like really beautiful landmarks. Um, they had this like big hill with this huge church. A lot of people, well, I'm sorry, not a church, a cathedral. A lot of people were commenting on my Instagram story when I posted it, like, "Would you at Hogwarts?" And I'm like, "No, nah, this is real." But it was beautiful, like a lot of palaces, and yeah. Um, but the main reason we went to Budapest, and matter of fact, let me just say in general, this was the summer of partying. I didn't party too much my first summer. There was this one place called Euro Palace that we used to always go to. Uh, it was a little club like outside of the city where I lived. And it was lit. I'm not going to cat. Like, I was surprised some of the music they was playing. I went in there. They was playing like throwback hip-hop music. Like, Nuck If You Buck, Wipe Me Down. Like, I'm like, yo, where am I right now? They even had Young M.A. like come out and perform before. Um, it was tough. It was a very diverse crowd, and I enjoyed myself. Plus, it's not just a German thing. I'm going to say it's a Europe thing. The clubs there stay open till like, 7 a.m., no cap. So, one of my goals was to, like, go to Euro and stay there till the sun come up. And I didn't get to accomplish that my first summer. So, I was like, second summer, it's going to happen. But guess what? It's second summer now. But I'm going to get that later. I'm going to get that later. Back to Budapest. The main reason we went to Budapest, one of the interns, um, my boy Andres, he was saying that his friend lived in Europe. He was saying, I think twice a year in Budapest, they do this huge spa party. That's what it's called. A spa, like SPA. Um, party. And they take... One of the biggest spas they have, and spas are pretty common across Europe, but they have this big outdoor spa with two heated pools, and they just have a big party every year. And thousands of people from across the world go to these parties. So my man's is like, yeah, they having it in a couple of weeks. I just got my ticket. Y'all should get y'all a ticket. If you do it as a group, you save money, and you can get a drink package. Let's do it. So I'm like, she got to tell me twice. And fast forward, you know, we get to Budapest. We exploring. But it's party time. So we get out taxi. We go to the place. The line was crazy, like, out the door. So, you know, I got my swim trucks and everything. We get in. We get our lockers. And I wish I could show y'all videos. Maybe I'll post some videos if I can find some on the Instagram. But when I say this was crazy, like, crazy, I was teed, too. I had probably, like, seven cups of beer. Like, it was good, though. It was a great time. Um, where else did I go? So after Budapest, I went to Barcelona Barcelona that is a city right there like I'm, I'm, I know I keep saying top three 
at this point, it's like 10 different places in my top three. But Barcelona was top three. Like, and I think this is the first trip I took literally by myself. Like, I took the bus to the airport, got on a plane. I don't know anybody. Flew. Matter of fact, I did a two-in-one trip, actually. Okay. So, there's this place called Palma de Mallorca. And there's this little island right off the coast of Spain. And I could have flown straight to Spain, but I was like, it's cheaper if I fly to Palma, then get another flight from Palma to Barcelona, and then fly straight back to Germany. So I said, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I don't know if it's just God be like blessing me, like, Karan, you deserve this lit life. But I have the best of luck so <laughs> i fly to palma literally a random weekend that i pick and i get there and i lie to you not it's like a huge ass crowd like thousand and maybe like ten thousand people outside like well this was later on at the night like while i'm touring the place but i just see this like huge crowd so i'm like what is going on and like I said, this is the Yale party in, so I'm like, forget it, let me get mixy. So I go down there, um I'm standing in line because they had this thing where you had to like buy tokens to get drinks. So instead of paying the bartenders, because they had bars outside, you go pay like two euro for one token and then you just give the token to the vendors and that's how you get your drinks. Cool. So I'm in line and I'm standing by myself, just enjoying the scenery. It was at like one of the main castles in Palma. If you look up Palma de Mallorca, you're going to see the castle. It's like, it's the first thing they show. So yeah, this random guy come up to me. Um, I want to say he was white, but I don't really know his race. And he like, hey, how long you been out here? Like, you all right? Not checking up on me, but he just like making small talk. And I'm like, yeah, like, this is my first time in the country. Like, what's going on? He like, oh, yeah, um, you came on the right day. This is the biggest party we have in once a year. <laughs> and it's supposed to be celebrating this gay bar that they have. So even though it's celebrating a gay bar, everybody come out and have fun. So I'm like, like, okay, like, that's tough. And it's just people everywhere i i can't make this up i'm gonna try to put this video as well if i can find it so he like yeah if you're not here with nobody like i got a group of friends they all cool people like you can come chill with us and we just gonna get drinks and have fun all night so of course at first i'm like mm, i don't know playboy child uh put the booze on me <laughs> i don't know if your child press up but you know I know Europeans are pretty nice, so I'm just see how this goes. Keep my guard up a little bit. Just be ready, you know. Don't be stupid, but we're going to let it rock. So we get drinks, you know. I meet his friends. They all, like, older. It's a mix of, like, two married couples, men and women, and, like, some freelancers. And we all getting drinks, having a good time, taking pictures together. He's like, yeah, y'all, this is my friend from America. Uh, blah 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 everybody getting to know each other cool and it was actually funny <laughs> so 
So we took this picture, and after the picture, we all, like, looking at it and whatever. And it was this older woman, like, she looked like she was of Asian descent. And she was looking at me in the picture. <laughs> so let's call the man Greg, the man who I met and everything. Greg, like, oh, yeah, Karan, look how she look at you in the picture. She giving you the eye. I can't make this up. He like, yeah, look at the eyes she give it to you. So I look at her, and she get the blush at. So I do this little fake laugh. I'm like, <laughs> nah, guys, y'all funny. But I got to leave. So, like, I dipped up. So I don't know what they was trying to do. They was trying to uh, set me up with a blind date with Shorty. I was not with it. I mean, now that I think about it, I could have had a little sugar mama. She could have been flying me out the Palmer. I might have fumbled the bag. <laughs> no, but that was crazy. Then for the rest of the night, I had um, just, like, walked ashore. Then I took the bus back to the airport, and I slept in the airport. Now, let me tell y'all about getting uncomfortable. Like, y'all want to talk about uncomfortable? I would plan my trips where I could sleep in an Airbnb or a hotel, but... I was like, forget it. I'm going to sleep in the airport. So it was literally trips just like this one. My plan would be to book a flight at like 6 a.m. or the earliest flight. I think this one was at 6 to go to Barcelona. So I said, I'm going to go to Palma. I got there. I was there all day. Stayed up all night partying, having fun till maybe like, Four o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, take the bus to the airport, take a nap in the airport, take my next flight to Barcelona in the morning, and then once I got there, got an Airbnb for that day slash night, shower and everything, take a nap, and then go drag some more. Like, I was on missions, like, I was really moving out there. So, I was really embracing the uncomfortable lifestyle. And I don't regret it. It was the most freeing time in my life. But yeah, I got to Barcelona. Um, This was maybe this summer my second favorite trip. Because I was in a city. Like I had a nice little Airbnb in the main part of town. Um, I got there, took my nap. The host was cool put my bags and stuff down and just went out. I was taking the subway train. You'd have thought I really lived there. <laughs> like taking the subway, talking to people. Um, I did a boat tour where I went like sailing in the Mediterranean. Now that was crazy. Like so I thought I could swim, right? And to be honest, I haven't gone swimming in a minute, like before this. But I was like, you know, I'm going to do this boat tour, enjoy the scenery. I might jump up in the water, you know, just to fully embrace everything. So we get out there, we chat, and we drinking mimosas. We cool and, like, having a great time. And then I was the only black person. I might have been the only American, actually. But anyway, everybody else, like... They start jumping in the water, and they like, come in, like, let's have fun, come on, woo. And I'm looking like, um, 
I don't know if I really want to do this. Like, I'm not the best swimmer. I haven't gone swimming in a minute. And I never swam in, like, open water, like the ocean or nothing like that. So, they're like, no, you'll be fine. Like, get a floaty. We'll help you if you need. Cool. So, I'm just like, all right, I get in. But first, I asked the captain, I'm like, how deep is the water? And he's like, to be honest, if I told you, you're not going to get in. So I'm like, huh? Like, whoa, what you mean, bro? So he's like, look at that little thing on the, um, near the little steering wheel of the ship. I don't know if that's what it's really called. But yeah, near the little steering wheel of the boat, and it should tell you. And I think, no cat, the water might have been like 175 feet deep. So. I'm like, yo, like, I'm not going to cap. I started panicking. <laughs> so I'm like, um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get in, y'all. And they like, you pay all this money to come out here and not have fun? Like, just get a floaty and try it. So I don't know why I let these people talk me into this. I was like, okay, cool. So the guy was like, these floaties are attached to a rope that's attached to the boat. You cannot go down. Like, you literally can't. So I'm like, okay, cool. So put my feet in the water, wrap my arms around the floaty, and like, <laughs> stupidly, I just like jumped in. So let me tell you, instantly I start sinking. Like, I don't know what it was. The water might have been racist because everybody else was floating. I was sinking quick. So I'm grabbing the rope, but the man didn't tell me the rope wasn't stretched all the way out. So it's like a little leeway. Like you could pull it. It's not tight yet. It's like it's not tight to the boat, if y'all get what I'm saying. So it's allowing me to sink until the rope gets snagged. So I'm in the water, like under it, pulling this motherfucking rope. <laughs> Excuse my language. I'm in the water, pulling this rope as fast as I can until, you know, it's like it's tension where I can pull myself out the water. But I was panicking, and I know I looked stupid because the expression of the uh, guy who was sailing the boat, like, his face. So I'm, like, look out the water, <laughs> and he looking at me like, you okay? You good? You good? And I finally get it, and I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm good. You ain't tell me that the rope was like that. He was like, no, I told you to test the boat or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever. But I'm good now. So now I'm just floating, enjoying the water, enjoying the sun. And it turned out to be a great experience. Um, the man literally let me drive the boat like while they was all just tanning and whatever people do. I was the one actually sailing, like sailing between ships and all that. And that was a great experience. And then later that night, we turned up. It was a different set of people. Okay, so what I used to do is, every time I would go to a different place, I would look for bar crawls. We got bar crawls here, but there was a little different. So, basically what you do, you go online, you pay for a spot, like, maybe like $15, $20. And you get with a group, they take you out of different bars and different clubs, and you get a drink special. Because you are part of the group, you wear like a wristband, so they know. And... It's really cool for like travelers and foreigners because they mix y'all all together.
they force y'all to like mix and mingle and have a good time and barcelona was lit i met some great people i remember i went to this one club like i swear it was a rave and that's not something you know people of my color and my background really do but we was in a club the lights was flicking the bass was jumping like the people was jumping i was in there just embracing it i'm jumping with them to that music and it was od it was a very fun experience now let me tell you how small the world is i was in there in this one song i want to say it was like a megan Stallion song come on and i'm just enjoying the moment not dancing just people watching and i see this girl like hit the wall in the club so i'm like yo i've been in europe this entire summer and i have not seen a single person do this like she lit so i go over to the girls her and her friend and i'm like yo you just hit the wall you can't be for you be from europe like or if you are you hip because i haven't seen nobody do this and she's like no me and my friend we from the states um and it's two white girls she's like i'm from atlanta uh she cool as i don't know what and this is my friend and she from maryland so i'm like hello like what where from maryland i'm from baltimore she like omg i'm from baltimore <laughs> so maybe i was under the influence so this um experience was a little bit more hype than my mind <laughs> but i'm like yo you cat man where at and she like owens mills and yo my mom living owens mills like after i moved from my grandmother's house in high school that's where i moved to owens mills so i'm like yo no way Say your zip code on the count of three. One, two, three. And we both say the same zip code. So, like, I picture the up in the club, like, hug and spit around. I'm like, yo, I need y'all Instagrams now. Like, this is too crazy. So, I, that's how I met them. And even to this day, like, still on the gram, they post pictures. I like their pictures and everything. Or I will comment or something. But, like, the world is so small. It was crazy. I also met this uh girl. I think she's from... Colombia, but I can't remember exactly. But she's been living in Barcelona for a couple years, and she was real cool. Like we was chatting, and we follow each other on Instagram, and we still chat to this day. Like when I tell you the people over there are so nice. Like I really met some great people, and this isn't on no hornball, no like flirtatious, like just genuine good energy, like let's be friends type stuff, and. I met some really, really cool people. I'm so thankful for all the people I met over there. Um, my next, which is probably my favorite trip out of all the trips, was to Malta. Now, Malta, this was the place I fell in love. Like, seriously. I don't know if y'all ever been somewhere and just been in complete awe. Like, it was a beautiful place the people the scenery the food the culture everything was just it was so nice it was really nice so i think i don't even know how i discovered malta to be honest um the way i believe it is if you ever seen a movie um i think it was the second aquaman or the first one maybe they had a scene where they were in this town and it was like just gorgeous and in the movie they portrayed it as italy but they actually shot it in malta 
So I was like, hmm, like this place is beautiful. That's what Malta looked like. I want to go here. So that's what I did. <laughs> and yeah, I just flew out there. And it was like, the trip didn't start off too good. So I had originally planned a photo shoot. Um, Airbnb lets you do that. You know, they got the like Airbnb activities or whatever you call them. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get this photo shoot. Um, of course, I got to do my bar crawl. And then I'm going to just explore. Malta is an island, so they have like a lot of like boat trips and boat tours. And it's a really beautiful place, like really. So I first get there and I'm literally at the airport. My phone is dying. So I have to sit in the airport and charge my phone. Um, my photo shoot on Airbnb had got canceled. The lady said she fell on the steps and broke her freaking wrist, something like that. Like, she was like, I'm so sorry. Things like this normally don't happen, but I have to cancel it because I'm injured. So I'm like, I right, that's cool. Um, but luckily, I was able to book a new one, like, instantly. And it was funny because the guy was like, I'm usually booked up, but somebody else had to cancel their photo shoot with me. So that slot just became available. But, yeah, so I'm good with the photo shoot. Um, I'm done charging my phone, and now it's time to go to the city. So I catch the bus from the main airport to the city, and I'm looking for my Airbnb. So the address that the Airbnb gave me was the wrong address. Like I don't know what the miscommunication was, but I walked probably, like, 45 minutes to the wrong place. And mind you, like, I don't really have service. Well, I didn't think I had service, but luckily my European friends was like, they just passed this law where you have to give people service no matter what, like, something like that. I don't know. And I had bought a new SIM card for my phone, so I was on a European line. So I hit up my Airbnb man. I was like, hey, I'm outside. He's like, I don't see you. I'm like, this is where I am. Send a picture. He like, that's not the right place. This is the right place. I'm like, bruh, it's like 90 degrees outside. I just walked all the way over here. Now I got to walk to this different part of this place where I don't know where I am just to find this Airbnb. So it is what it is. I'm here. I'm not going to let that slow me down. Let's get it. So I'm walking. I'm not going to lie, y'all. It was hot. I felt like I was in a desert. Um, I had to cut through this like weird, random, huge cactus garden looking place. Um, and cross over and climb up these makeshift steps like to get across one part of the city and I was thinking somebody gonna kidnap me and kill me in here I mean I'm gonna put up a fight but this sketchy anyway I made it through that I had to walk up this huge hill and I finally made it to the Airbnb put my stuff down take a shower cool so well before even that um, this was a hostel now, for those who don't know, a hostel is like, instead of a hotel where you pay for a room, um, and you know, you get your own stuff, it's like, they usually have bunk beds, maybe like six beds in a room, and you buy the bed, not the room. So, I get top bunk, somebody else randomly from across the world, just happened to be in the same place as me, could buy the bottom bunk, and yeah, cool, you just keep your stuff with you, lock it up, and you're cool for the most part.
Um, I'm not gonna cap. I was nervous because I watched this movie on Netflix called Hostel, and it was definitely killing people. <laughs> so I was just like, I don't know, Ron. You might get yourself in a jab. But like I said, I'm trying to embrace everything, y'all. I was embracing everything. I was letting fear just be fear and nothing more than that. I wasn't gonna let it take over. So I get there and he's like, um, I forgot to reserve one of the um beds. We actually have over occupancy. So let me see what I could do. So I'm like, yo, this man just set me up. Like I just came all the way over here and there's no more bids. Like what am I about to do? Somebody gonna have to move out or whatever. So he's like, uh, I don't know if you're gonna be uncomfortable with this, but we might just have to keep you in the all girls room. <laughs> and I'll tell y'all, no horn balls though. I'm like, all right, that's cool with me. Like as long as I got somewhere to sleep. I don't plan on being here like that anyway. Just literally to get my couple hours of sleep and then I'm gone. So I go up to my room. At the time, it was only one person. It was this tall European girl. Um, Her name was Scandy. Like candy with a sh in the front of it. So Scandy. And beautiful girl. Real cool. We were talking about why she traveling. Like she was saying... She became a teacher, but she, like, hated it. So she just decided to travel the world or something like that. Or maybe that was the other girl. I think somebody was hating their life or whatever, and they just wanted to travel. And somebody else was there to study the language. So I can't remember who was who, but, yeah. So I was cool with them. Then these other girls came. I can't remember what country they was from. Um, They was cool, too. But they was my roommates. So um, I left my stuff there. I was going to go to my photo shoot. I got freshened up, ironed my clothes, took my shower, all that. Cool. So yeah, now I'm gone. I make my way to the photo shoot. I meet the photographer. He real cool. And like this is when I say I kind of started to fall in love with the place. It was like amazing. Like he was showing me the architecture, the history. Because Malta is like, it's, I'm not going to say the middle, but it's in between like Europe and Africa in the middle of the ocean. It's just like a random island. And he was just letting me know like the history of this place. It always played as a key battle point in the wars. And it was just amazing. Like, but yeah, we did our photo shoot. I got some good flicks. That's if y'all ever see me in the, um, the picture with like the green striped shirt. That's where I was. I was in Malta. And yeah, it was lit. Um, after that, what did I do to that night? After that, I had did my bar crawl. Now, this was the littest of all the bar crawls that I ever did. I met these cool people. I even, like, I'm cool with these people to this day. We still hit each other up on WhatsApp. Um, I saw, like, while well, they checked on me during the protests, like, make sure I was good. I saw them out in their countries protesting. Like, my whole little clique. Like, we was solid. We was cool. Um, this bar crawl required us to get into teams. So, on my team, it was myself. It was these two American kids. These two white boys. Um, cool as I don't know what. Uh, it was these guys. Some One was German, I think. And the other, I can't remember. 
it was a mix of us. Let me just say that, damn. And we were getting tea. It was like a scavenger hunt. So each team had to do a challenge or find something in order to win. And I can't remember what you win at the end, but, you know, everybody was just drunk and trying to do it. So one of the challenges was like, one person has to finish one paint of beer in 10 seconds, which is like a tall glass. And everybody was like, chickening out. So I was like, forget it, I'll do it. So I wish I had the video, cause I almost died drinking this, this much beer at one time, but it was worth it. Like I killed the beer, everybody was recording and laughing. One of the challenges was like, find a club with a strip pole and take a picture. So we all like on a stripper pole together, taking the picture. It was, it was amazing. Like, and I still communicate with most of these people. Like, of course not on an every day, every week, every month basis, but like just to check in with each other. And now that they know, like I'm coming back to Europe, they already making plans. Like we got to link up. Maybe we can, um, all link up in Paris this winter for a Christmas or something like that. And I think that's so tough. Like. I'm thankful for the people that I met. But, um, yeah, the next day I went on this boat tour and got to see these different islands. Like, Malta is so beautiful. In your spare time, look up some pictures of Malta. Like, best country in the world. I'm sorry. But it is. After Malta, it was my last trip. I think this is my last trip. But I went to Rome. Now, Rome, I had... A mixed experience as well um the people there i don't know because i heard rumors and you know people always come with stereotypes and stuff but it's like the roman people they take a lot of pride in being roman they're like ah we're the romans so when it came to like speaking languages nobody was speaking english for the most part Every other country I went to, you have people like, okay, I speak English, I can help you. But the Romans, they were like, no, Italian, Italian. So people were saying it's kind of like an asshole thing they do because they take so much pride. They don't think they should have to learn anybody else's language. And, you know, coming from a privileged American perspective, I can understand that because they definitely don't teach us. Well, I'm not going to say they don't teach us, but we definitely don't be learning no other languages unless you really just want to go outside and like do it yourself but yeah um besides that like it was beautiful it's crazy how their landmarks are literally like just in the middle of the city like people live around them for example okay when i got to rome it was crazy i got there i think something happened with my flight or something where I was late. Oh, yeah, I missed the bus. I didn't know how to use the buses there. So that bus system was weird. Like, it was very complicated. And I had booked a bar crawl like I do everywhere else. It was supposed to start at, like, 9 o'clock. And since I missed the bus, I was running late. And I still had to go to my Airbnb. Maybe it's, like, mm, i say 7 o'clock. So... Instead of waiting for another bus, and I kept trying to ask people, but nobody was trying to help me. Um, I said, forget it. I'm going to walk. So I walked maybe like 30 minutes, 45 minutes from the bus station, bus slash train station, all the way to my Airbnb. 
and I'm sweating bullets. Like I get there, I'm trying to not rush the lady, but she didn't speak English either. But I'm like, let her know I got somewhere to be. Um, I'm just trying to hurry up, take a little quick shower, and like be gone. Cause I paid for this already. So I'm rushing, I'm rushing, get my clothes changed, shower, everything. Now I gotta walk from my Airbnb to the place where it was supposed to start, the bar crawl. So I gotta walk like another 45 minutes. And at this point, it's already past the time that they supposed to leave. So I'm just like, forget it. I mean, I'ma still try, but it is what it is if I miss it. So I walk and I'm just walking down the street. It's like, make this right, make this left, make this right. I make this right. And bro, I'm at the Coliseum. Like the, <laughs> the Coliseum that you see in movies, like out the blue. I just made it right off the street and I'm literally at the Coliseum. It's lit up, people out there. And I'm just like, bro, what? I'm really out here. Like this Europe experience is different. Like it's really different. But I ended up making the um, bar crawl because they do this thing where they have multiple sessions. And I just made the late session. And I met this guy, he was a black guy. I forget what country he was from in Africa, but he was cool, you know, knew English, um, real cool man. I still follow him on the gram to this day. But yeah, we get to talk and chat and he's getting his PhD in Italy. And I'm telling him like, yeah, I'm about to get my master's. I just graduated from college. We, we cool, chatting it up. Then we make our way to the rest of the group at this bar. Um, this bar crowd had like free pizza for the first hour and free unlimited drinks, blah, 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 blah. regular bar crowd. Uh, the first night was real cool. Nothing too much. I met my two bros from Hungary. Were they from Hungary? No, they were. Excuse me. I can't remember what country they from, but they were real cool. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say racist, but... They kept trying to say I look like Eddie Murphy, and I don't look nothing like no damn Eddie Murphy. And they kept seeing me. Every time they would see me, I would laugh. But they were like, Eddie! And I'm, I'm like, bro, stop calling me that. Like, and they're like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. But you look like Eddie Murphy. And I'm like, I really don't. But okay. But no, it was real cool. I was explaining to them like, how life is in the states and in baltimore and it's funny you'd be surprised how many people know about the baltimore riots like i met several people when i told them i'm from baltimore they're like baltimore riots like you were there i'm like how did you know about this but that's another example of how small the world is but yeah anyway i was real cool the next day like i just decided to go touring by myself and i went to see the vatican um just all the major hot spots throughout the city. I actually ran into those two guys again. Uh, we took pictures. I got a picture on Instagram that they took for me. And yeah, even with them, we still stay in contact. Um, what else did I do in Rome? I did like the little yellow bus tour where you at the top. I think I fell asleep with it actually. It was too hot. But I was bored that night. I got some food. Ate, and then went back to the same little bar crawl. Now, let me tell you, this was crazy. So, I had it all set up. Like, I'm a good planner. So, what I planned to happen was 
I was gonna go to the bar crawl. I bought a bus ticket that leaves from the main train station at 6 a.m., the first bus. It takes like 30 minutes to get to the airport. And my flight was supposed to leave at seven, let's say. So I said, okay, cool. I packed all my stuff. Oh, mind y'all, when I was traveling a lot of these trips, they was just weekend trips. So I can leave with a book bag. Like I just had all my stuff on my book bag and I was cool. So I'm like, I'm gonna do the bar crawl. I'm gonna keep my book bag with me, um, all my stuff. And at the end of the night, just try to stay out like four or five, make my way to the train station, bus station, and then I'm gonna be straight. But none of that happened. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. So, luckily at the bar crawl, you know, they had a place for me to put my book bag because the clubs was not trying to let me in, which is acceptable. Like, I understand they weren't trying to let me in with a book bag. So, they was like, you can't do that. So, the bar crawl people, real cool. They like, you could just, um, Put your book bag in the truck. I'm like, all right, bet. Then I was letting them know, like, at first I was going to leave a little early because I think the last bus came at a certain time to take me to, like, the main bus slash train station. So I'm like, I'm going to leave at this time and, like, I'll just see y'all never again. Nice meeting y'all. You know, give out hugs and dip. But they were like, no, like, stay out. Let's have fun. We got the van. We could just drop you off right before your bus got to leave. So I'm like, okay, cool. Now I'm getting drinks. We turning up in a club. Good old time. Then a couple hours go past. It's maybe like 4 o'clock in the morning now. Maybe closer to 5. Mind you, my bus leaves at 6 a.m. sharp. So... It starts raining terribly. Now, the club we was at is like a mixture of indoor and outdoor. So, we know it's raining hard because the people in the outdoor section, they're getting soaked. So, I'm talking to them and I'm like, hey, like, it's going to be raining real bad. Should we leave now? And, bro, why these people tell me, yeah, we didn't know it was going to be raining like this. The car doesn't do too well in the rain, so we can't drop you off. I'm like, what? Like, hold up, hold up. Y'all told me y'all was going to be able to drop me off. So I stayed later than I should have. And now y'all can't drop me off. So how am I about to get home? So, bruh, I lied to y'all not. <laughs> I'm talking grace of God. They were like, it's this bus stop that will take you there. But we don't know the bus schedule or whatever. So... I'm looking on Google. The bus say it's coming in five minutes. So I get him that hugs, like no hard feelings. I'm like, luckily this bus coming, but I got a dip. So I get my stuff out the truck. I got a raincoat on and I'm running through Rome. Like this is not no fake story. I promise y'all, this is 100% real. I'm running through the streets of Rome in one of the worst rains that I've ever been in. The streets was flooding, like filling with water, seriously. And I'm running, just booking through Rome, going to this bus stop. I get to the bus stop. I'm there on time. And the bus does not show up. I wait on the bus stop, I lie to you or not, maybe like 35 minutes. So 
randomly this bus pull up and everybody else who was standing at the bus stop, they just get on. So I'm like, I don't know if this is the right bus or not, but I'm getting on this bus. So I get on the bus. Um, it took me somewhere and I had to get a transfer to another bus. And then by the time I made it to the train station, my bus had just left like maybe like three minutes before I got there. Three minutes. And the next bus don't come until like 6.35. Mind you, keep in mind, I told you my flight leaves at 7 and it takes 30 minutes for the bus to get to the airport. So now I'm panicking. I'm like, bro, what can I do? I'm thinking about taking a taxi. But a taxi talking about is like 60 euro to take me to the um, airport. And that's a lot. I don't even think I had that much cash left. So I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, so, yeah, I just had to wait it out. I waited for the next bus, got on, got to the airport at like 7 o'clock on the dot. So I'm like, I'm going to try to make this plane. Hopefully something happened where they a little late, but I'm making this plane. So I get out the bus. I'm running, like booking at the airport. I know security was like, oh, no, what this nigga doing? But I ain't care. Running, running through the airport, go through security. One thing about like the TSA or the airport security in Europe, it was sweet. Like, I'm only be in line for maybe like five minutes. But I guess, like I said, by the grace of God, it was a good day. I got straight through security, ran to my gate, and I was literally like the last person to get on this plane. And yeah, like. I don't know. I don't know how I made that. That was a crazy trip. I loved Rome for the people that I met. But that was a crazy trip. It really was. But yeah, as far as like my summer experience, I think that's all the trips that I went on. Um, what I did, this was within Germany. I went to this club uh, with my bro, Hase. He's like this German guy that I met through my job, he's my bro for real. Like, outside of work, he's probably the main person I'd be with. And yeah, that's my bro for life. He and I went to this club in a different part of Germany. It's like this big Air Force base where it's just a lot of Americans, of course. And, but I went to the club. I can't make this up. It was black people on the stage like throwing up crip sides, crip walking on the stage. And I'm like, yo, where am I? What did I just walk into? So my man's Hayes, and he's pretty like adjusted to American culture. He lives in America. He real cool with black people. Like he said, he don't really bang with the white Americans like that because they be weird and they be on racist stuff. And like he my man's for real. He cool. So he like, bro, I told you like. They be lit here. They be throwing up the gay signs, dancing and everything. It feel like I'm back in the States when I come here. But that was tough. Like, that was a fun experience. I met some people. And yeah. But other than that, I don't think I really had any outstanding experiences. Those are the places that I traveled to. And yeah, that was my, my summer too. It was a great summer. I took a lot of me time really tried to find myself and yeah that was that was summer too for you yeah that was like really my experience so
let me answer some of the questions people have. First question is what lessons have I learned from traveling? Um, the number one lesson is you got to get uncomfortable in life. You have to. I'm telling you, it was so many times where I just, I was just out of my comfort zone, but I don't regret any of it. Like, I feel like, and people say this, in order to grow, you have to get out of your comfort zone. And I literally just think that's what traveling did for me. Just open my eyes to different cultures, not being fearful, and just having a different sense of independence and being out in the world. Like, yeah, I could have kind of done that here, but being in a different continent, different country, and truly being on your own, it's like, it's, it don't get more uncomfortable than that. But I definitely, definitely say that's a valuable lesson that I learned. Just being able to live in an uncomfortable space or just thrive and being in an uncomfortable space. That was tough. Um, hope that answered the question. <laughs> Tips for traveling while on a budget. Now, like I said, the most expensive thing when it comes to your beliefs is getting there. But once I got there, like traveling in general was cheap. Now, if you're just asking in general, I would say you can't be picky. Like, there was some trips I took where I sat on a bus for eight hours. Like, when I went to Prague, when me and my friend went to Prague, it was an eight-hour bus ride. And a lot of people, you know, they wouldn't did that because they just not trying to be uncomfortable for that long. But it was $35 round trip. <laughs> I'd be damned if I ain't take that trip. So I think if you're on a budget, you got to be cool with not being in luxury. I stayed in some hostels, some hotels that was not top tier. They were not in mint condition. But I had somewhere to sleep, and I saved a penny, you feel me? I told y'all, I even stayed in the airport for rest sometimes. I would plan on staying out all night. And then take an early flight. That way I didn't have to go to sleep. I just get on the plane. And then get an Airbnb the next night. And just sleep there. But that saved me, you know, that extra day of paying for the Airbnb. And it was worth it. Now, I don't know if you would still consider this on a budget. I sacrificed money out of my living arrangements and travel arrangements because I caught the bus everywhere I went. I would even take the bus, the train, or walk. I wasn't taking no taxis, no Ubers, unless I had to. But I sacrificed money out of those areas, and I put them towards my experience. So that means doing an activity while I'm there, getting a good dinner, you know, trying some different foods and some snacks, and things more of that nature because... I guess it depends on the type of person you want, but sleep is sleep to me. As long as I'm somewhere I'm comfortable and I'm safe, I can go to sleep. I didn't need all the luxuries. I really didn't. But that would be my tip. Like, Value the space that you're in more than the luxuries of the space if you're on a budget. 
You don't have to have the nicest hotel room with the breakfast included and a king bed. Like, no, I have my book bag, a couple pad pads, a couple shirts, and I was living it up. I was backpacking out there, like, really getting it. Sacrificing the travel arrangements, telling y'all walking like an hour to some places, taking the bus. I don't even take the bus back home. Like, I was taking the bus in these different places. But think about all of that when you're traveling. Like, it all adds up. So, yeah, you just got to get uncomfortable. How do I find things to do when I'm going on a trip? Um, I would say I used a lot of TripAdvisor and Google. Like, so Google has this new, I don't know how new it is. It was new to me at the time. But, like, trip planners and... If you, okay, I'm going to use Rome. I would type into Google, two-day trip to Rome. And it would have a list of activities, like how far I needed to walk or needed to go to get to certain things. And what were, like, the best high-rated activities and things to do. And I would just use that. And then I told you all the bar crawls. I would always look up bar crawls on TripAdvisor and Google for wherever I was. And I would just roll with it. Besides that, just word of mouth. When I got there, I'm a pretty open, sociable person. So I would ask people, like, if I meet somebody, I'm in line somewhere. Hey, I'm new here. Um, What is there to do for people my age? I want some good drinks. Where do I go? Or I want some good food. Where should I go and where should I eat? And that led me to a lot of good places a lot of times. So that's some tips for y'all. <laughs> How was it? traveling alone and how to adjust at first oh that was so crazy like i really felt weird like not being able to talk to anybody like just in a comfortable space that i knew taking flights by myself taking buses by myself trains everything i'm just by myself it definitely got some getting used to and i think at first my mind was playing tricks on me like People looking at me because I'm by myself, like they talking about me or blah, blah, blah. But when you realize people mind their own business, nobody cares. The only person that cares is you. And you just got to get accustomed to being comfortable just in your own space, having your own presence and being like, I mean, it sound weird, but like being your own friend. Y'all see, I kept going on trips by myself. I ain't invite nobody. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, How to deal with fear. You just got to go for it. I think if you just dwell in the fear and you allow it to control you, of course, you're going to be stuck in the same place. And I'm sorry if some of these questions are repetitive. I always say that because I'm pretty sure throughout the podcast I've answered these. But, yeah. So, you just got to do it. You can't be scared. Fear is always going to be there. It's not going anywhere. I would lie to you and told you if I didn't have fear or I was fearless, I'm not. But that's the thing. It's not about being fearless. It's about embracing the fear. You feel the fear and you say, hey, fear, I know you're there, but I don't care. And you just do it regardless. I would find myself in certain situations, especially when I was eating. Like, that was the weirdest because everybody else be there with their family or a partner and they all eating dinner and I'm just there so 
what I did was I started bringing books with me. Um, I started downloading episodes off of Netflix of things that I wanted to watch. And, you know, little things just to keep my time occupied. Other than that, just, I guess, slowing down and just thinking and watching and appreciating life in general. Like, a lot of times, I would just be there in my thoughts, like, just watching the sun or just watching people and just really just enjoying being out of the country. Like, just being somewhere on a trip. And that's all it took for me. Everybody different, but I think I just became really comfortable and okay with being in my own space, like, with nobody. And it got me through. And that's it. Just get through it. Where to begin with traveling? Now, this goes back to the Google thing. Google has this whole entire, like, trip advisory, trip planning thing. And I use it a lot, especially with Google Flights. So if you go to Google Flights, you have to pick where you're leaving from and where you want to go. But if you just put in where you're leaving from and then just press enter, like don't put where you want to go, it will show you the cheapest places to go or like the most frequently visited places, popular demand, like places, I guess. And that's what I did a lot. Like other than, of course, you know, places that you always wanted to go your whole life. Like in Europe, I wanted to go to Rome. Um, I discovered Malta because I watched a movie, like I said, and I thought it was so beautiful. I was just like, I had to go there. And then talking to people, like, just asking what are good places to go to, where have you gone, and you had a good experience. So, yeah, ask around. Look on the internet. If there's a place that you always thought you would like, just search it up. Do some research. And then use the other tips I gave, like, try to find things to do there. And I think you'll be straight. The best scenery, it goes to Malta, hands down. Like, I don't think y'all understand. Malta, beautiful. It is a beautiful place. Like, crazy. I posted a picture and my caption was in Maltese, which is the language. But it said, if I could marry a country, Malta would be her name. And first of all, I came up with that on the dome. Like, that was tough. But it was true. Like, Malta was so beautiful. All of the islands... Um, they have this thing called the Blue Lagoon, where it's like the bluest water I ever seen in my life. And I just sat there and like just read a book on the beach. And it was so beautiful. Look up pictures of Monta, like, please do it. <laughs> but yeah, so as far as questions, that's all the questions I got. I hope I answered y'all questions. Still, I encourage y'all, please ask questions. I'll be doing the questions and the polls in a story on my Instagram with almost underscore black man. And yeah, keep participating. But yeah, that's it for today's episode. I hope y'all enjoy listening to my crazy travel adventures. And as stated, I'm going to try to give y'all some bonus content this week. So be on the lookout for that. Some mini episodes. And yeah, I appreciate y'all. Shout out to my cousin. I'll tag them on the Instagram for the intro song. And check them out. And that's all I got for y'all today.
Be blessed. Don't let fear get to you. And get out your comfort zone.